Have you ever had those times in your life when it seemed like God was silent? Like you're in this major crisis or this uh, time in your life where nothing seems to be going your way or you're waiting on that miracle? That's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about the in-between times. And even though we think God is silent, He's working behind the scenes for us. Now, let me break it down. The in-between times, what are those times in our life? The middle, or you could call it the messy middle. The in-between times are those times when we're going from point A to point B. Those times when we might be between a rock and a hard place, or it's basically just that waiting period, waiting for our breakthrough, waiting for our miracle, waiting for things to get better, waiting for things to change, or maybe even waiting for the next season in our life. The in-between times are what we're all in. It's that dash that's between the time we're born and the time we die. It's in those in-between places of life that we find out the good, the bad, and the ugly about ourselves. Maybe we could even say it like this. It's in those in-between times that we find out who we really are. You can tell a lot about a person by the way they handle and live in the in-between places of life. The reality is the in-between times are what makes the journey. It's what gets you to where you need to be, your destiny. We all know God has a plan for our lives. The scripture assures us that he has a future. He has a hope for us. But what we have to realize is that the enemy also has a plan for our life. He doesn't want us to have what God says we're going to have. He doesn't want us to do what God says we'll do or go where God says we will go. He doesn't want us to fulfill the desires of our heart. The bottom line is there's a fight over how your story will end. And Satan wants to keep you from your destiny. His greatest fear is your tomorrow. Think about it in the Bible. Why was Satan trying to kill Jesus as a baby? He had never opened the eyes of the blind. He'd never healed the sick. He hadn't turned water into wine. He hadn't multiplied any loaves or any fishes. He cried and he acted like a normal child. Satan wasn't afraid of who Jesus was as a baby. He was afraid of who Jesus would become when he became a man. See, he wasn't afraid of what he was doing at the time. He was afraid of doing what he would do in the future. Satan knew if he could stop Jesus as a baby, then he would never become a man. And if he never became a man, there would never be a crucifixion. And if there was never a crucifixion, there would never be a resurrection. That's how he works. The enemy will try to get you down and distracted and frustrated today, right now in the present moment, so that you'll be too worn out to make it to the future that God has in store for you. He wants to wear you down with the stuff of life. He wants to steal your joy. He wants to overwhelm you with life. Are you listening to me, all you moms out there? He wants you to question maybe even the promises of God. God, are these promises true? God, are you there? He wants to fill your heart and mind with doubt and worry. Believe me, I know it's easy to worry. It's easy to get discouraged. And if you're not careful, that in-between place can be filled with more worry than faith. Now, let me make it practical for you. Worry says, I'll never get out of this. But faith says, God is bringing me through. Worry says, I don't think I'm going to get the money that I need in time. But faith says, God will provide all my needs. Faith activates God's power, not worry. 
The scripture even says in 1 Peter 5, let him have, let God have all your worries and cares for he's always thinking about you and he's watching everything that concerns you. Man, I hope you get that. I hope you realize that God is always thinking about you. He's concerned about what you're concerned about. If you're trusting in God and doing your part, he's going to take care of you. He isn't on the other side of heaven. He hasn't forgotten about you. He knows your every need. Like I always say, God is always just a prayer away. I heard a story of a Christian woman who was a strong believer. Uh, she was struggling. She was in a time of struggling. And she was struggling in her finances. Times were hard. She had lost her job. She had gotten to the point where she couldn't even afford groceries. The woman who lived next door was an atheist. And it was she was constantly badgering that Christian woman, shouting out to her, there's no such thing as God. And and, you know, she just constantly was hounding, hounding this Christian woman. And that atheist found out that that woman couldn't afford groceries, and her accusations got even worse. Where's your God now? Why won't He provide for you like He said? Doesn't He want you to eat? I mean, just throwing things at her. The Christian lady, this is so interesting. She's so good. She simply raised her hands right there in her front porch, on her front porch. And she said this, so the Atheist neighbor could hear, thank you, Lord, that you're going to provide food for me. You're going to give me groceries to eat. And Lord, I thank you that you're going to open the eyes of this lady, that she can see you and the provision that you give. (laughs) That made that atheist so mad. She stormed back into her home. She had this novel idea. She thought, I'm going to show that Christian lady once and for all that there's no such thing as God. You know what she did? She went to the grocery store and bought $1,000 worth of groceries. I mean, meat, eggs, frozen items, canned goods, above and beyond what any one person could ever need. Then she went home and she placed all of those groceries on the Christian woman's front porch. And she got into the bushes and she waited silently for that Christian woman to come home. The Christian lady pulled up. She saw all those groceries on her front porch, and she got out of her car, and she began to thank God. God, thank you for providing for me. Thank you for giving me food to eat. (laughs) That atheist woman jumped out from behind the fence, and she cut her off mid-prayer. She said, God didn't give you those groceries. I did. I told you there's no such thing as God. You should be thanking me. God didn't do it. I did it. I brought the groceries. That Christian lady didn't miss, miss a beat. She simply raised her hands and she finished her prayer and she said, God, you're so amazing. Not only did you provide groceries, but you used the devil's money to pay for it. (laughs) I love that story because just when we think God doesn't hear us, he does something great for us in a way that we would never dream. Scripture says in Ephesians 3, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ever ask or think. Listen, You serve a big God. And even though you may not see it or feel it, He's working behind the scenes. Philippians 2.13 says, Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, both to will and to work for His good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. I want to just hone in on that phrase. God is all the while working. When you're wondering, God, are you there? Remember the scripture. God, I thank you that you're all the while working. See, God is lining up solutions. He's lining up things behind the scenes. He's getting things ready. 
And see, he knows what you're going through, and he's already prepared a way of escape. We just have to hang in there. We've got to trust in him. Remember, just because you don't see anything happening doesn't mean that God isn't working. You have to remember in those in-between times, the scripture, James 5.11, God cares right down to the last detail. He cares so much about you that the book of Isaiah says God has your name written in the palm of his hand. The scripture, Psalm 34, it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. See, there is never a place you are and God isn't. The scripture says in Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. That means he's always there. So don't you ever think that God doesn't know exactly what you're going through? God can do anything to get you out of the place where you currently are to the place that you need to be. What you're currently facing may be really hard. In fact, it might be the hardest thing that you've ever faced. I want to encourage you today, don't quit. Don't think God has forgotten about you. Don't think you're being punished. Instead, let your faith become stronger. Depend on God like never before. Act like He is who He says He is and He can do what His Word says He can do. The in-between times in life are a time for growing. They're a time that we can get better. They're the times when we'll look back one day and see how far we've come. And remember this. This is so important. These in-between times and how you act and respond and react, it's not just about you. You're teaching your children how to act and believe in the difficult times of life. You're teaching them what to do when life happens. You're showing them what you really believe about God when the stuff of life happens, when bad things happen to good people. See, every time you don't give up, you're teaching your children to not give up when life gets hard. Every time you get back up after falling down, you're teaching your children to be get-back-uppers. Every time you speak life during difficulty, oh, I know that's sometimes hard to do. You're teaching your children to speak life. Every time you show your children that you still love God, you still trust God, you still believe in Him during a challenge, you're teaching your children when life gets tough, you run to God and not away from Him. I say it often, inheritance is what you leave to someone. Legacy, that's what you leave in someone. Let me encourage you today. I know you might be going through a rough time. My heart and my prayers go out to you. But During these difficult times, during the messy middle, the in-between times of life, stay faith-filled. Keep fighting. Keep praying. Keep pressing forward. Keep moving. Keep believing. Keep trusting. Keep trying. And by all means, keep on living. This is your chance to grow, to become stronger, to become better. Remember, no storm ever lasts forever. The page will turn. A new chapter will begin. The in-between times, this is the part that matters. This is the good stuff. This is the God stuff. And you got this. I know you're going to make it through, and you're going to see God be faithful in your life. Hope you've enjoyed it today. I'm April, and I'm here to give you hope one life at a time. Until next time, have an amazing day.